0: The head coach of the UNH Wildcats is Dickie Millian. Uh, first of all, coach, uh, your club comes into tonight's game. Uh, for, I would have to think uh, one of your better starts in, in, in uh, your coaching career, not only in recent memory. I mean, You have to be pretty happy with, with, with the way you've gotten out of the gate so far. Yeah, so
1: far things have gone pretty well, especially with our non-league schedule. Obviously, yeah, hockey you know. is a whole other deal, <laughs> uh, as we all know, in our league. But uh, we got off to a pretty good start, and you know, it's a, it's, it's a good group. We've got uh, five key seniors in uh, key mm. positions, a couple of defense uh, uh, in the first line. So there's some maturity there, and then our younger guys are playing well for us. So, uh, you know, we're pleased with the start, and, uh, but we're just taking it one game at a time, and obviously yeah. uh, this is a huge game for us, and, you know, Merrimack and you know, Marcus Staff's done a terrific job, and they're off to a great start.
0: You guys have been getting 40 or better shots tonight a, a lot of games this season. Uh, surprised
1: at that? Um, you know, I thought we were going to be okay offensively. I, you know, I, I think we're playing very well defensively as well. I think we've gotten uh, a fair amount of offense off of uh, some solid defensive play by us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that'll be a challenge for us tonight, just the way that Merrimack plays. They're aggressive, and uh, they never give you too many man rushes. So uh, it'll be a challenge for us tonight playing uh, Merrimack.
0: I know that the top line for you has obviously been a key, and uh, one of the guys, Paul Thompson from Derry, actually played for Merrimack alum Casey Kesselring at Pinkerton. Uh, talk about how he's been this year.
1: Yeah, he's just been absolutely terrific for us. He's a very smart Hockey player, and you know he's not going to dazzle you with speed, but he can really handle the puck and sees the ice extremely well, and is always in the right spot, and uh, he can create offense, and he's been a key for our team.
0: Are you pleased with the way that lines come together with Phil De Simone and Mike Sislow? I mean, obviously, three guys that you knew you're going to have to count on, but you guys have had a track record in the history here too of every year, you know, the the the, the, the sophomore step into the shoes left by the juniors, and the juniors do the same thing with the seniors.
1: Yeah, you know, and that's uh, that's what we try to do. Obviously, it's. uh you know, Phil and, and, and Thompson played with Bobby um, Butler last right. year, and and, and was on our second line to give us some balance. So he steps in and plays very much like a Bobby Butler. So that line's playing pretty similar to how the line played last year, and mm-hmm. a lot of that goes to Phil DeSimone and, and, and Paul, for that matter.
0: And of course, uh, uh, in, in goal, Matt Di- DiGirolamo, uh, I mean, a uh, lot's been said about him already. This is the first time we'll have had a chance to see him, so uh, I believe I heard, uh, we were talking with Jock Connolly last night, I think he said that, uh, if I understand correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, he said that you compared him favorably with Chris Terreri, that, those are, uh, that's pretty high praise.
1: You know, that's going, <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's going way back, and uh, we've had some great goaltenders here, and that's no disrespect to the Michael Reyes sure. and the Regans and uh, guys like that, Brian Foster, it's just a, his size, his style, how he looks, he's a... He's a, I wouldn't say he's a slight kid, but he's thin, he's athletic, he's a fierce competitor, and very, very quick. And I had the opportunity to be at Providence mm-hmm. when Terry was there his final year, and he reminds me of him. So. <laughs> uh, but i tell you what, he, he was a question mark for us. Mm-hmm. I, I think everybody felt what, what was going to be, uh, who was going to play goal for us. And he's been great, and uh, we all had the confidence in him. He's been playing terrific for us.
0: Yeah, there were big shoes, obviously, that Brian Foster had left. But, uh, I mean, was it a case of, of him knowing that during this offseason, he's the guy, he's got to put in the extra work, uh, it, it, over the summer to get ready. Is, is that really what made him so good this year?
1: Yeah, I think, I, I think it was the way he prepared himself last year. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, during the whole season, he worked hard every day. He knew he had to be ready every single game. He never knew whether he was going to start or not. Uh, we went with Boston most every night. Um, you know, Foster got sick a couple of games and he, uh, injured, I should say. He went in and did a great job. Uh, but he's just prepared himself the last two years, and I, I told him at the end of the season, you're up. And uh, right from day one, he's had the opportunity to be our number one goalie, and he's, he's handled it very well.
0: One of the things we've talked about with Mark Denny's Merrimack team and, and, and the other clubs around the league as well, it seems like the clubs that separate themselves from the other ones in this league are ones that handle adversity well. And, and your club, already out of the gate, has had a number of games where you've had to, to fight and claw back late in the game. You had the, just the other night against Brown the, the, the late-game heroics, I suppose. Uh, what is that a testament to? Is it, is it the leadership on your club?
1: Yeah, I, I would say no doubt about it. I mean, the seniors, that, that senior line, uh, no panic. And, you know, we, had, we generated a lot of shots. We weren't scoring. we stayed with it we didn't panic and they found a way to make the play Uh, we pulled a goalie with about two and a half minutes Mm -hmm. to go and and they scored a great goal and you know then they found a way to win I mean it was our second line that scored the tying goal so it's a team that's playing with some confidence uh it's not it's not how we planned it to (laughs) come from behind but uh they're they're a fun group to, to coach and um we got good balance there and um you know we're just taking it one game at a time.
0: I know you don't want to look ahead too far. You just said mo- one game at a time, but but, but thinking back over, you know, you've coached so many games and uh, uh, so many years. I'm going to make you feel old here, but I don't mean to do that. But uh, you have uh, in in your. You know, recollection. The teams that show that characteristic early on in the season tend to do good things in the postseason.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I think so because the younger guys are getting better and better, and you know, the seniors, the, the leadership has done a good job from day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've uh, helped the younger guys, and the younger guys are playing. Uh, they're getting better and better every game, mm-hmm. so I think we'll be a good team by the end of the season. Um, you know Hopefully, at Christmas time we'll be an, an experienced team, and uh, but in our league, you know, we'll be playing mostly um, you know hockey East, and right. as, as you know, it, it, it's a tough, uh, it's a tough battle in this league every single game.
0: Uh, the, the configuration or the reconfiguration, I guess, of the corners here. Can you tell us about? That? I mean, I only heard about that this past week. What happened
1: and why? Well, we we, we did a couple things. It's uh, you know I've often thought, you know, when we built the rink back in in '96, we went to Olympic size. That's what everybody was doing. I personally think it's too big. To, and we're 100 by 200, but our corners were very square. So we decided uh, we we couldn't uh, move the sides, and it was too costly with the seats. So uh, we changed it to an NHL radius. Uh, this past summer and I think that's helped a lot. Uh, you know the puck comes to the net a lot more than it did mm. especially when you miss the net when, you, when the defensemen shoot from the from the point uh, and we also brought the goal line instead of being 15 feet it's at 11 feet oh. and the reason we did those things is you know those are the, the sizes that we're going to have to play in uh, when we get hopefully uh, in the playoffs if we mm. ever get to if we ever get to Boston if you get to the regionals or if you ever can play in the national tournament so we wanted to play at that level all year.
0: Uh, So tonight you'll take on Merrimack for the first of three meetings this season. Uh, Can you talk about your assessment as you prepared to play them and and the challenges as you see them?
1: Oh, it's a challenge. I mean, they're good. I mean, they're they're not only uh, well-coached and aggressive, uh, and, you know, they've always got one guy back. So they don't let you open it up, yet they they create a lot of offense. And they're they're more skilled now. They've done a terrific job in their recruiting. And Kanata, I think he's one of the best goalies around.
0: So if you had to say one or two keys to the game tonight for your club, what would they be? The
1: Patience. Go to manage the puck well and not turn it over and make sure that we get rebounds and get shots to the net. All right. Thanks, Coach. Good to see you as always. Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you.
0: (laughs) Great. Thank you so much. Good to see you. You too.